unfiltered, uncensored, and unapologetic. This is the Retail War Zone Podcast. Lots of stuff going on, man, war zone-wise. Sorry that I forgot to uh, post yesterday that there was not going to be a Misfit Lounge after I had posted the day before there was going to be one. Um, I got tied up in building this damn website, so I totally forgot. That's all I mean. What's up, Matt? Hey, hey. Good to see you. Uh, yep, good to see you, everybody. Um, so, I mean, we got it's 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 a lot of fun, man. I mean, this, this shit's starting to pop, and, and that's cool. And, uh, you know, that's kind of what it's meant for. So, you know, typically, you know, we have a topic. Well, we do have a topic tonight and you, the chat are the topic. So like I said, um, you know, the, uh, I posted proto rage. What's up? Welcome, man. You really messed up. Didn't talking about, uh, selling plasma. That fucking floored him, dude. Whoa. He had no idea <laughs> that shit went on over here. But yeah. So yeah, there's a website. Probably by the end of well, about the middle of August, it'll be an actual dot com. Luke of the Wind, welcome. I know you and Matt. I saw that y'all joined the website. That's cool. Feel free to post whatever you want in, in the, the forum doesn't matter you're welcome from wherever but you guys feel free to post any topics you want or want i just put like some placeholders there for shit so if you got something in particular you want to post on the forum go right ahead i don't care you know it's just that's it's gonna be wide open hey it makes some easy extra money lol it sucks but it helps yeah every dollar does philly essential i kind of thought that was you welcome welcome good to see you again so a couple of things real quick before we just start blowing off steam. Um, I want to thank Matt. What Matt did was uh, he actually created the design f- for a shirt, which would be, I hope I'm pressing the right button here. This, the retail war zone waging for the wage. And then in the middle there, that's the shirt I was talking about on the last stream, the essentially forgotten that he has. In the link, in, in the description of the video, there will be a link to the Blame Tag Amazon store and the Off Fuck It Amazon store as well. So go check his shit out. There's a lot. So, oh, fuck it. <laughs> yeah. I think that's a great name. Um, so thank you, Matt, for that. Also, too. So we'll, we'll go ahead and the fuck today. Welcome. Glad to see you. Made anybody else cry? She told me she had to give employee reviews the other day. Somebody, somebody had some some <clears throat> some crying, and 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 I'm not going to really. Oh, you. Oh, that's right. Inventory. The one shirt that I did do, and this is the thing that I want to go viral, is this. And this is the hashtag Warzone Essentials Challenge. Um, so the shirt's pretty basic. Uh, your employees are more than a controllable expense with the hashtag on the bottom. The backside actually has the retail war zone and then join the fight underneath it. The whole concept behind this is I'd like to see people get these and I'm going to have it set up on the web page where we have a page specifically for that. And, you know, the encouragement is wear that shirt, stand out in front of your place of business. 
or go in your place of business. Now, honestly, obviously some people want to be anonymous and that's cool. So I'll put on there that, you know, put an emoji over your face. You know, the only thing I'd like to have is like the city and the state that it's in and um, would like to see this thing just kind of blow up um, because I think it sends a really, really good message, um, you know, especially with all the talk about wages and, and all that other stuff right now. But um, another thing you can do, too, is, is go into a place of business where maybe you've got friends or family that work retail, you know and they're an associate there and they're going through it, stand next to them, snap the picture, send it to us. And the whole idea is to get as many damn pictures as we can. Um, you know, I'd like to see it kind of snowball. It'll take a while. I mean, it's not going to happen overnight, but I'd like to see it snowball to the point where somebody starts paying attention. And, you know, all of a sudden one of you guys are going to be on the news or some shit and that'd be awesome. And then people start asking questions. So that's cool. Um, so there's that. And, uh, get the mask stop a Karen in the wild nice the fuck today says can you make one that says I don't make the policy I just enforce it but put it on the front um yeah I sure can um hey doesn't even have to be your current place of employment I mean hell you just want to take pictures at random stores spreading the news that's perfectly fine well Steve I was actually going to say uh I would like to take a picture and do that challenge myself in front of Felmart. Well, well, used to be Felmart. Well, Felmart, <laughs> Felmart, you know, no longer exists. So, yeah, but, yeah, don't be like Felmart. But you could do it in front of in front of in front of Jesus's craft store. You know, they were in the news. Yeah, they might, were in news yesterday. Yeah. You know, they stole like some illegally uh, acquired a cuneiform <laughs> that they're not supposed to have. Department of Justice got involved in that. Uh, Philly Essential. I wear it to the gym by my work. Pisses off a lot of people. So waiting for someone to swing at me, man. But yeah, like I like I responded to you. That means it's working. Uh, that's exactly what that means. I mean, my mother used to tell me, if it's not true, why do you get so mad? And I think that pretty much sums it up. Somebody gets mad at that fucking shirt. <laughs> that's why they're probably one of those people. <laughs> Tell them to catch these hands. Nice. All right. So that's all I've got. So what do you guys got? What's up, Chapman? Um, I'm not turning into Ted Nugent. No. No, definitely not. <laughs> um, a piece of stone with part of Gilgamesh on it. Apparently, I think you are correct, Proto. That is exactly what it was. And... But it was interesting because that that news kind of came along with um, also the sale uh, of the Wu Tang album that that douchebag that jacked all the pharmaceutical prices up that bought it. So you had Hobby Lobby in a, in like a string of articles with you know Wu Tang Clan, which was kind of funny. So, but of course the Department of Justice will not tell anybody how much the Wu Tang Clan album sold for to clear up that dude's debt but that's some crazy shit Wu-Tang forever you know I couldn't name one Wu-Tang song at all I'm not familiar with any of that shit so all right who's got a story who wants to rant about their job who wants to go first still still reading Iron Maiden's content of catch these hands I'm like ah yep WWE have to let him go. I know it's completely off, but 
Well, you know, retail stories. A little off topic. Did you see that CM Punk has supposedly signed with AEW? Yes. Along along with Daniel Bryan. I have to watch some AEW. Along with Daniel Bryan. I heard about Daniel Bryan. I may have to watch some AEW. AEW is pretty good. It's got Jericho, man. He got the Ayatollah of fucking rock and rolling going on. Okay. Here we go. Luke of the Wind. Shout out to my amazing boss who thought it was a great idea to piss on us about dating to ask, all, whoa, about asking for all for mental health than saying he's going on his fifth vacation this summer. Yeah. There seems to be a lot of that. It's rules for me and not for thee kind of thing, or rules for thee and not for me. Um, but, you know, you bring up a valid point. Um, you know, I'd posted that meme yesterday about take care of yourself you know take your pto take your personal time you take your vacation you know no job's worth it so you know having said that the retail industry gives two shits about mental health i mean look you know they're talking about the olympics was it simone briles or biles whatever her name is she backed out due to you know mental issue you know mental health issues um and then the other lady that was going to be in the Olympics who backed out as well. And, you know, it's, they, they can like, like we've discussed before, they're just going to hand you a little piece of paper to call the employee assistant hotline and send you on your way, you know? And, uh, so it is what it is. Um, Matt says today I had a boss tell me how nice his vacation was last week and how it was great to not be in this store. The same manager denied my time off request for the same week because we were in peak time. Well, you know, if it's peak time, how the hell is a manager taking, taking time off? I see that, that, that should just not be allowed. I mean, if it's, it's like, you know, for instance, if you work in hardcore big box retail, you know, you got your blackout period, Alex, you know, October to January, mm-hmm. nobody gets time off. You know, if you got a blackout period, you know, in office supply stores, their Christmas is back to school. So at that point, you know, during the summer, if you're a manager for like Staples or Office Max or Office Depot, your summer's fucked because you can't go nowhere because it's back to school. And, but it's their yeah. Christmas. You know, the flip side is if you work at business, Christmas time is just a joy because nobody is shopping there. I mean, it's not like you can get a lot of people coming in buying staplers, you know, for Christmas presents. So <laughs> that, that was really, really cool. Um, Proto says, I've had something similar. I took a week for mental health. My friend slash coworker kept me in the loop about how my manager complained about me taking that time off. Yeah. And Chuck, you're right. Unless you're famous, no one cares about mental health. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, but yeah, you know, how as a manager, okay, and I've heard this, somebody takes time off and somebody else in, in my store is complaining that somebody took time off at the worst point, you know, possible time. It's not their job to say, say that, you know, you, you earn vacation, you earn time off, you know, if you take it within the, the, the parameters that the business gives you, that's your fucking time. Take it. And if somebody wants to complain, piss off, you know, and you better take it too. Yeah. Take it. Better take, take it. it. Don't, they <laughs> don't do this roll it over bullshit. Take the time off. Um, yeah. Maiden says my uncle was denied two different weeks for PTO in September and October because he was the only one who could work his department. He still got four weeks. He's got to take for the year. See, and that's another thing. 
it's not that person's fault that they haven't got anybody else to do the job or train somebody. See, they make all these excuses why, you know, people can't get time. And it's, it's fucking garbage, man. It's not, it's, it's not your uncle's fault. They ain't got nobody. He's not in charge of hiring, I'm assuming. Um, Matt says, that's exactly it. We're crazy for back to school. We don't do crap for Christmas. Really? Oh, yeah. You told me where you work. That, that makes sense. Um, a lot of dorm stuff, I'm assuming. Um, I had a boss at an old job who used to complain about me taking time like that proto. Yeah, all the time. And, that, and that's one thing I will say as a store manager. I have never, ever, ever denied anybody their time off request, ever. I didn't care how it inconvenienced me because, I mean, they were my people. That was my staff. I mean, you know. And it, and I must add, while we were at Felmart, Steve, you allowed me to take literally two weeks off in November. Yeah. Yeah, uh, churches. It, yeah, and see, that's the other thing, too. Like, when I worked for, when uh, the fuck today and I worked for the um, uh, decor store, you know, Thanksgiving, we were we were open. No, but no, Black Friday. It was Black Friday. And, you know, you schedule everybody and you tell everybody, you got signs up. Everybody has to work on Black Friday. And you had people that refused. And I will say this for the decor store. All they said we could do was write them up. Okay. So think about that for a minute. If that's all that's going to happen to you and you're not going to get fired, because I I literally asked if anybody, because I had somebody that I actually liked that needed it off. And, um, and I asked, well, is this person going to get fired if they show up? And and my district manager was like, absolutely not. We don't fire anybody for it, but you do have to write them up. I'm like, okay. So, you know, um, last Christmas, my boss told us, I need this time off. It's for family. What do you guys have? That's the right responsibility. Grow up or get out. I was slightly upset. Wow. You know, and that's the bad part about it. Here's the thing. These businesses hire so much seasonal help. I'm telling you, they could they could slide and let some people like let your senior people if they want a week off in December, give them a fucking week off in December. I mean, come on, it's the right thing to do. Well, yeah. Um, the fuck today says I'm taking all my time. Took one in March, one in May, taking one in August, and then one in October. I do not give a fuck. Good for you. Make sure you take it. Look, yeah. Like I said, yes, take all your time. There is no, there should be no incentive for that. There should be no rollover. You earned it. You deserve it. Take it. Yeah, I mean. The theater on Christmas Day was like that. If you're on payroll, your ass is worth Well, hell, I mean, Irish Connection's not here, but we, we had talked about, uh, there's a company, it's like the largest retailer in Ireland. Uh, I think it's called Dunn's. And there was a tweet that Declan Byrne had posted where um, a person who had given one of the employees a vaccination found out that they had to go back to work and repay the time that they took to go get vaccinated. And that's, 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 that's that's bullshit. I mean, you know, you got these companies, you know, like being punitive about taking time off for something important. Hell, I know of a situation of somebody who, who got injured at work. And is really kind of useless for the position they do. And workman's comp made them come back to work because they didn't want to pay them to sit at home. But they can't really do what they were doing before they got hurt. I mean, it's, it's all stupid. I mean, really and truly, they do people like that. You know, they run the risk of injuring themselves further. 
I actually got uh, injured in one of my jobs, a toe injury. Mm-hmm. It's wild. One day to go go to the doctor, and I come back and still had to perform all my job duties. And it wasn't just it was me having to pull down refrigerators, me having to pull. That was a nightmare. Yeah, because I just asked for the next day off, but. Got the stories rolling in, Steve, yep. and I love it. The fuck today says, well, if they can send me to another store while I'm short staff, they can be short staff so I don't kill people. I agree. See, it's funny how that works. You're short staff, but they'll send you to go bail somebody out. But people can't get time off. Does that make any sense to anybody here? You're going to, to, to further shorten the staff to send a manager to go work at another store, but then they're going to complain because somebody wants to take time off. So they're, they're, right. they're able to short the store. You're, you're not, you know, um, proto rage says, as far as PTO, I don't get rollover and my PTO loan to us. So if I leave after using PTO is deducted from my last check, that's some horse shit. That's, that's awful. So it's not really yours. They're going to get that back somehow. Um, oh, I think I know where you work, Proto Rage. Um, Maiden says, to be honest, it really did suck, though, when you hired people for Thanksgiving and Christmas time and told them, I'm hiring you to work here during this time. And they would say, yeah, I don't go anywhere or do anything. Um, then come schedule time, they all needed off the week of Thanksgiving and Christmas. Had people point blank tell me, I'm not coming in. Okay, great. Thanks. Bye. Well, that that was kind of a problem. I mean, that that's, you know. You might as well just say it's 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 not a requirement, you know. You'll you'll have people that you schedule that they'll be grumpy and they'll show up and they'll work, but you'll have people that just won't. And you know, and none of these companies, for as shitty as they are, shitty as they are, they're not going to fire any of these people. They're just not. And they'll talk a big game. Now they'll fire people like in a pandemic, you know, to save money. But by God, they ain't going to fight some fire somebody for missing Thanksgiving. Um, I said, yeah, Matt said, yeah, I had to issue with quite a few people. Yep. Um, Alex Proto says you can PM him sometime and he'll confirm or deny if you want. So you can send him a message on a, on a Reddit or whatnot. Yeah, I've got like a one in three guess. Yeah, but... Well, uh, why don't you, why don't, why, why don't you give your, your, your three guesses... And then Proto, you can say no. And then if you don't respond, you didn't. We'll, we'll kind of figure it out. And then you didn't. I'll do it. I'll do it in chat. Yeah. Um. So Matt says I had people quit over not wanting to work Christmas, but we never fired people for it. Exactly. And and the corporations will talk a bunch of shit. You know, like oh you're gonna do this, but they will not do that. They'll fire you for stupid shit, but they will not fire you for that, which is crazy. And I think it is, it's because they're like, okay, we can sack, we, we, we can lose them for a day, but, uh, you know, they're still looking to use them during peak season. So, you know, um, let's see. Russell says I left the decor store in May and got a letter yesterday about 401k sign up. (laughs) Wow. That shows how on top of it they are, uh, you know, so um, it, it's it's really kind of obscene the the fact that you know personal time, any kind of break for mental health as you know especially especially coming through the pandemic, 
you know, it's bad enough that it was a health issue, but you should have got just fucking hazard paid from dealing with stupid customers. They made it. They made it worse. They, I mean, that shit. The customers were just terrible. Luke of the Wind says we care, but we'll never raise pay, give time off, help feed employees, safe or care. Exactly, they care. No, they don't. <laughs> it's like the Starbucks of vaping and CBD industry. Oh, I know. I don't know the name of it, I, but I know what what I the know. business is. I don't know. Um. Iron Maiden says, here's a bunch of PTO now that you're a manager, but we tell you when you can use it. Exactly. That's like the whole thing about, you know, hiring people part-time. You know, you're going to work them 15 hours a week, but you expect them to be on call 24-7 with open availability, which, you know, they may need to get another job. And they get another job, then it's this big fight between, you know, well, you you got to be loyal to us because we hired you first. And, but people just don't want to work around anything. I mean, what people have going on in their lives is just terrible. Um, there was an interesting, uh, thing. I don't know how many of you deal with this. Um, there was a post on the subreddit about somebody, the store that they worked at had cameras. Okay. And the manager could, you know, log into the cameras from home. And this person was talking about how shitty it was because all the good employees quit because of it. Because it was like just ridiculous micromanaging. And you, any of you guys have to deal with that because what kind of person are you or life do you have that you get your jollies on your day off watching video feeds of the place you don't want to be anyway? I mean, you know, and they said they get you get phone calls like, oh, you know, you put this in the wrong spot or some shit like that. I mean, it's it, that's awful. <laughs> The fuck today says I had a person walk out the other day. They said I can't terminate her until she's three no call no shows. The bitch walked out. Nice. Look of the wind says, oh, that's another trigger comment. My boss is under the impression that we are all part time, but must be on call during store hours or anything. Um, That's fucked up. We had a district manager who would log into security cameras from home and do that shit. Funny story about cameras all right so when i worked for jesus's craft store everybody knows what that is you know the big thing they bragged mm-hmm. about was they were closed on sundays right the you know the lord's day um well while i was working there sundays were days that the district manager would call you and say hey put a crew of people together go in and work because there's no customers in the store and you can get all this shit done well, we did that. And and actually it was kind of it was kind of nice. It was real funny sitting out in the parking lot waiting for my team to get there and watching people walk up to the door and do like this and have their eyeballs right on the sign that says we're closed on Sundays and then try to open the door. That was some funny shit. But anyway, they put cameras in. And then one day somebody just happened to to review some tape and saw somebody in a stock room on a Sunday. And then all hell broke loose. All of a sudden, it was like, if you worked on Sunday, you got fired. Pro <laughs> uh, says, my manager can, but luckily my manager doesn't unless I give him a heads up because of sketchy situations, but it stays on my mind. Yeah, big brother's watching. Um, Russell's saying, or DM's calling stores to see if managers are actually there. That too, that happens a lot. You know, you got a lot of managers that'll dip early. Like, way early. Um, and... uh May, and I don't think I ever told you what went down at uh, the clothing store with the manager that was there when I first got there. 
he left like every day at like noon every day and then what he'd do on the weekends is he'd schedule on schedule people to managers to open and close but told us that we could get amongst ourselves and we would break the day into four hour shifts but we'd get paid for a full day so we like rotated who was going to close who was going to open who was going to be a mid and you only worked four hours on the weekend and split it was crazy yeah, nice. that was true. And when 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 that district manager found out, he was pissed off. But he trusted the guy so much, he never checked up on him. Um, fucking yes, my boss will actually watch cameras when he leaves, and then ask, "Why did you do this?" See, I could not do that. I mean, you, nine times out of ten, you don't want to be there anyway. You know why? Why are you sitting at home watching work? I mean. <laughs> that and you're not getting paid for it you know they're gonna say oh you're salaried but what the fuck ever you know you're not gonna work from home yeah just terrible <coughs> the fuck today says oh my god that happened the other week dm walked into a store store manager was on the schedule but decided not to show up he blew her ass up in front of all of us wow that's great oh hero battery rotation place where she works the president of the company watches cameras and and, and in all fairness this dude's actually pretty chill i mean he's he's actually by all accounts a good dude it's not like this micromanagement stuff but he'll see something and be like why is that person doing that and he'll call and ask and 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 you know if it's something legitimate and makes sense he'll be like okay cool that's it but yeah (laughs) so that kind of shit goes on too uh, Matt says, I had an arrangement with another manager where we'd swap shifts around each work, two double shifts a week and only work three days. It was pretty sweet. Yeah. Double shifts suck. But if you're doing that, that way, that's brilliant. That's like brain trust shit right there, man. That, that's awesome. You know, it kind of goes back to that whole thing. You know, I posted that picture. Where was it? Was it Norway, I guess, or no Iceland where they were doing the mandatory four day work weeks, man, I'm telling you that is the way four 10 hour days be all three days a week you know what that would do for employees mental health would would be tremendous tremendous you would get quite a return on investment and i'm telling you the first retailer that actually adopts that and says that's what their policy is going forward that retailer will have no problem hiring a damn soul at all i know something funny about that one what's that i worked at uh wally world Mm -hmm. That's what was originally offered to me at when I took the supervisor position. Right. And then my store manager was like, no, you work five, eight hours a day. <laughs> wow. Wow. Like, but you. Speaking uh, uh, of salary and taking advantage of them. Yep. Manager had me go to the warehouse for inventory to drive back for our store and two others. Yep. I promise it was cheap. <laughs> Maiden says her old store manager was told by a district manager that, oh, where'd it go? Hold on. Got to scroll down. Um, They shouldn't be closing or opening because that's what assistant managers and key carriers were for. And then Maiden said, never ask more of your people than you're willing to do. 110%. 100%. Yep. Proto says, speaking of salary and taking advantage of them, my manager had to go to the warehouse for inventory to drive back for our store and two others. 
I can promise it was cheaper than shipping stuff. Uh, yeah. <laughs> the fuck today says I give my managers four 10 hour shifts, better productivity, better work life balance, but I don't get it my damn self. Now see, that sucks because you should, but we know once you sign that paper saying that you're a store manager in retail, they, they, they fully believe they own you. You know, like, like I said, you know, at the decor store, got a phone call. We had plenty of staff to unload a truck, but some bitch who was too content on causing problems calls Lurch and Lurch tells me I have to come up there and unload a 52 foot semi by myself. Yep. Because I was the store director. Fuck that. Um, hero says, yeah, but folks would be like, sure, I can work 10 hours, but I need off between nine and five. Well, there, there's gotta be a trade off, you know, you might work four 10 hour shifts, but you know, which is pretty sweet. And honestly, if you agree to work four tens, the trade off should be okay. If you've got to close, you got to close, you know, because the benefit is you're getting three days off. Now, the bigger thing is, you know, in a perfect world, you'd want to work, you know, four 10-hour days back to back. But what would suck is like, you know, you work a 10, then you're off. You work a 10, then you're off. And you work a 10, and then you're off. That would kind of suck. And then, you know, depending on how you work week, you know, some of these companies do Wednesday, you know, Wednesday to Wednesday. You could wind up being on a long stretch just because of how the weeks fall. Um, Proto says I'm still <laughs> shocked that he willingly agreed to it. Hey Matt, I'm curious. How hellacious is inventory there? That has got to be a fucking nightmare. <laughs> Work at 10 Clopin, yeah. Cause because how many square feet is that, Matt? That's about I know it's bigger than Walmart. Three days off, how does that feel like? It sounds better than sex. I don't know. Most of us in retail never got three days off in a row. <laughs> and if we did, we got in trouble for it or we were punished because we took the time. It is. Inventory yeah. is always fucked up. How how long does it take y'all to prep? I mean, is it like a like a month-long process? Before, and, and do you guys use outside counters like Regis? You know, you got to pay another team of people to count what you've already counted on. That never made any fucking sense. The fuck today says, I usually do two days together and then a third somewhere else. Yep. Uh, yeah, the, my SM would always schedule us closing, then the cloping. Yep. Uh, luckily, we have a dedicated inventory team. Most people don't have to deal with it except those two people. Oh, well, that's that's kind of cool. I, I'll tell you, uh, the fuck today can, can vouch. Um Inventory at the decor store is hell. That is awful. Just terrible. Um, Proto, Proto <laughs> asks, has anyone else been penalized for accidentally getting overtime? Yes. Uh, yes. Yes. And, and you know, I know of situations where people have got yelled at for, like, just being five minutes over 40. I mean, I mean come on. Yeah. Hero says, yes, capital letters. She's one of them. <laughs> Um, two fucking days of bullshit. Yep. Now, um, accent rugs. Oh God. Inventory and rug sucks. Hey, maiden, you know what though? Um, the TJX companies, I really kind of dug how they did inventory because you know, you got the equipment and you counted yourself. And I think you get a more accurate count if you've got a team of people that work there actually doing the count. So 
that wasn't so bad, actually, to be honest. I mean, inventory sucks everywhere, but I mean, you know, I'd say that one was less bad. How about that? Um, Hobby Lobby inventories were terrible because at the time we used um, these literal apple bushel baskets for overstock. They went on a top shelf over the aisles. Some of you may have seen them, you know, back in the olden days in Jesus Christ store. But what would happen is an inventory, you have to pre-count all that stuff, and you'd pull one of those things down, and it had like a thousand stickers in it <laughs> all mixed together. They weren't <laughs> separated. You had to sit there in the floor and, like, pull each individual item and start making stacks of merchandise. I mean, it could take you two and a half hours, three hours to do, like, one top cap. It was terrible. Um, stack of stock room they have fall. Fun, fun, this is a fun story that Hero, uh, myself, and Russell are familiar with. Dollar Tree inventories. What you have to do is you have to go to your stock room and you have to stack all the boxes that you have in like aisles, like individual stacks with barcodes pointing outside. And this takes a long time. And you, you, if you've never played Tetris or played with Legos, you have a really high chance of fucking up because what will happen is you'll spend 12 hours stacking this back room. It'll be perfect. And something screwed up and it's like dominoes. You come in the next day and the entire thing is collapsed. Terrible. Terrible. Matt says, that sounds fun slash God. Yeah. Matt says, I'll have nightmares about nightly inventory on popcorn bags and soda cups for the rest of my life. Yeah. Y'all had to inventory that shit too. Like Russell says, Tetris in real life. It is not fun at all, Alex. That shit sucked because, you know, some of these stacks were so precarious because most of these stores got more freight in than they had room for because the back rooms were really small. And you could sneeze and the entire back room would just collapse like a Jenga tower. Maiden's, Maiden's comment on RGIS trying to, it's like trying to hurt feral cats and making them give a shit about being a cat. Hey, you want to know a fun fact, Maiden? I worked there. I worked at RGIS for one day. <laughs> nope. Yeah, Regis sucks, but I'm telling you, Washington was much worse. Oh, another at another decor store. So they come in and they do this inventory on like seasonal merchandise, right? And so I get this phone call. You know, they're coming to do this inventory. And this is literally like if you've ever been into an at-home store. They're, they're about the size of a Walmart. They're big, you know. And so seasonal takes up like a quarter of the store. So it's a lot. And so I'm expecting these people to show up and they send one person. <laughs> and this one person had no equipment. Ooh, that set off a shit storm. And then I got yelled at by, by my ball district manager because I told the supervisor for Regis, I'm like, what? No, from Washington. What the fuck is this? You sent me one person to count a quarter of the store, thousands and thousands of SKUs, and you didn't even send them with equipment to do it. And my closing crew has to stay until they're fucking finished. That's not their fault. <laughs> so my DM called me and said, you can't say stuff like that. I'm like, well, this is bullshit. And, you know, I'm like, you're not going to say it to them. So finally, after raising hell, they got some people in there and, and they actually managed to get out of there by midnight. So... Uh, it's terrible. Uh, the fuck today says when we did inventory at the decor store in February, when I went back and we found Halloween and fall still on pallets. Yep. 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 That was, uh, you guys want to know hell. So 
the decor store, the way their freight system worked was you get a truck in, you were given 48 hours to process this truck. All right. So it's a full semi stacked from the floor to the ceiling, no pallets. So you got to pull all this stuff out, pull all the boxes out, open everything up, stock it, blah, blah, blah. And then you were not allowed to take the next truck until the truck you had just gotten was empty. That sounds great until they do something fucked up like this, like right around Christmas time, you get four trucks back to back. You do not have the manpower to get these trucks emptied, but you're getting phone calls from your lazy ass district managers and RVPs that won't send anybody to help you that you have to empty these pallets, empty these trucks. So you just wind up wrapping this stacking stuff on pallets and wrapping it up and pulling it out just to empty this truck out, just to turn around and do it again for the next truck to come the next day. And there was nothing we could do. So you might have a situation where you didn't have a lot of backstock and a lot of freight. And then all of a sudden you, your stock room's full of pallets and out in the sales floor is full of pallets. And, and you get yelled at because it's not all worked. You got four full trucks back to back four days in a row. What the fuck <laughs> you think's going to happen? I mean, come on. Nesta flex and kiss my ass. Oh yeah. Nesta flex. That's beautiful stuff. Maiden says, let's talk about cutoff dates for shipments before inventory. Seems like they get closer and closer each year to your inventory date. Yep. 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 You get told that, uh, you know, you're, you're only going to get X amount of trucks. And, and then the cutoff date is like, you've got to have X amount worked before you can actually like put an invoice on a pallet and just count it as that hero says we get trucks on inventory day. Yeah, true. But that's a. A little bit different business. Um, Russell says, oh, heck, we got a truck on inventory day at the tree once. But you didn't have to work it, though. Well, no, you still got to unload that shit. Then then you just have to unload it and then use the bill. See, that, that that's where... I'm trying to remember how that was at Felmart and it wanted... Hell, Felmart, that, that, Felmart that, didn't have enough inventory coming in for it to fucking matter. <laughs> I mean, felt, but you know, when yeah, I had to stack it. I mean, Kmart. I mean, Jesus, you know, we had these Black Friday deals. I'll, I'll never forget. So there's a line of people out for Black Friday on TVs, and I went out with the store manager, and we. TVs, you, you, I was there. There's this big ad. Oh, these TVs are the doorbusters. We got like three. So you have to go out there. You have to go out there and tell the first ask, the whole ad. You know, ask the first three people if they want it. And if they want it, they each get a ticket to get it. And the, everybody else, all 150 people in the line behind them are mad enough to fight. It's, and we're told not to tell them. Yeah. And, you know, which is crazy because RCA television suck. And that's typically what it was. You know, RCA is like, you know, and then ProScan, which I think was just RCA in disguise. Pro scan was uh, Kmart's uh, uh, exclusive. Exclusive, classic bait and switch. Speaking of classic, Alex remembers this. So at Kmart, I want to <laughs> tell you how non-thorough these companies are. All right, so Kmart, we get a reset for the video game case, and you know you yes. you guys have seen the glass cases when you go in to buy video games. <laughs> all right, and you've got the marquee up the top. All right, so this, what year was this, Alex? 2000 and what, eight? Nine, 12. 12? No, no, it was after 2012. Um, 
Well, anyway, it was in the 2000s, okay, like mid 2000s. And dude, I started there in 2011. 2011. So then, yeah, it had to be 2012. Yeah, you're right. Okay. So they gave us the new signs to put on the marquee. Well, the signs wouldn't fit in the little slide thing. And I'm like, well, shit. Okay, let me take these off. So I take these signs off, and they had just been stacking sign on top of sign all the way back to the fucking <laughs> Nintendo 64. There were legitimate Nintendo branded Nintendo 64 signs still up in in mint condition let me have those yes like i have those i have those downstairs somewhere there was a nintendo 64 sign a fucking gamecube sign and i think there was a a sega genesis sign too i think but it was me and uh the big red colossus was fighting for this i mean it was like oh my god this just shows you how like fucking ridiculous shit was he said alex look probably collector yeah and and i and you know here's the guy here who who collects like japanese consoles and shit hindsight's 2020 i gave him the fucking alex (laughs) i should (laughs) have kept that shit yeah um but yeah and that was just awful and there was another thing at kmart that uh, us employees found out about do you remember the penny item list alex Mm-hmm. So we'd get a, a list of inventory items that were marked down to a penny. So it was like clearance merchandise. Now you couldn't sell it for a penny, right? But you would go and you'd mark them 90% off. So all of a sudden, you've got a mad scramble. Alex, you should remember this. I'd pull that report out and be like, yo, dude, have you seen this? And we'd find like these different like high dollar things that were mm-hmm. like marked down to nothing. And I'll never forget one of, one of them. One of them was a World of Warcraft subscription that you could get for like ten cents. Oh, I remember! I remember <laughs> being Big Red Colossus. We fought so hard. Over my youngest was into Cars, the Disney Pixar movie, and there was this big, huge Mater, like they ran on batteries, big, huge thing, and it was like well over like a hundred dollars regular price. That shit showed up on the penny list. Boom! For Christmas, it was. I think it cost nine dollars. <laughs> so. But that was some of the crazy <laughs> shit. But that, that shows you how Kmart was. I mean, think about this. They're, they're, oh, yeah. You showed me yeah. that. You was like, look at this. Yeah, they didn't give a shit about margins because, you know, they couldn't run the company for shit. But so they were just taking merchandise and marking it down 90% off. That, a lot of this shit was losing money at that point in time. People wonder why, you know, they closed. Um, Proto says... Something related to pay scales. I've been at this company for two and a half years. Just got $13 an hour. New person from a sister store, same position, started him at 13 You know, we discussed this. Actually, my, my wife, uh, Hero, actually made the comment to me, and this is what prompted me to post it up on Twitter, is the one thing we do not hear talked about enough is while all these companies are increasing wages to hire people, they are not raising their current employees' wages proportionately. And that causes another whole mess of shit, Proto. You know this. Anybody that's dealt with it knows it. You know, you've got people there that have been working for the company, say, five years, and it might have taken them, you know, five years to hit $13 an hour. And then they're hiring some schmo off the street just because they need a body and paying them the same. You're, you're just creating division. I mean, it's just because the word will get out. It doesn't matter how much you tell people not to talk about their pay. The people going to be loose, you know, with their talk and you're going to find out about it. And, you know, rather than, you know, doing that and having this institution, you know, this, this rule that you're never allowed to talk about your pay. Well, if your pay was fair across the board, it wouldn't matter if they talked about it or not. 
but yeah, that's true. And, and, and that starts with your, you know, your hourly associates all the way up to management. I mean, you know, let's say the company used to hire at $10 an hour and now they're hiring at 13. So it's a $3 increase. Everybody in that building should go up $3. If you've got some, yeah, if you've got somebody there that's making 13. I've heard the excuse of, well, that job is worth $13 an hour. So you're doing $13 an hour. Like, well, that's the problem. That's, that's, you know, that's the whole thing about the whole employees are more than a controllable expense because, you know, you're playing, you know, you're negotiating and, and that's stupid. I mean, you know, it, it's who gets to say what that job's worth. You know, it, it's not about the amount of work you do and what the work's worth. It's amount. Okay. I'm going to work. I need money to survive. Are you going to pay me enough to survive? Yeah. Um, Russell says, yep, I remember knee slider got hired a dollar more an hour than me. I'd been there five years at Cherry Dale. I was pissed. Oh, a knee slider. Okay. Come on, bing. <laughs> Boy, that was that was some shit right there. Maiden says, we did that at my last job. Started hiring people at $10 an hour, yet my long-term employees got a 25-cent raise over their current pay to compensate. And it didn't match, did it? Luke of the Wind, management, don't talk about your pay. Also, management, look at my new car, boat, and small island I just bought. I know. I know. That is that is terrible. That is absolutely terrible because there's a lot of managers that will flaunt. Yeah. Um, space boot, Russell. How many times did we hear space boot talking about bonus? And, you know, hourly associates didn't get any of that money but you would push hourly associates so hard so that manager could get that bonus. And you know, if the manager was nice, you get a pizza party. <laughs> yep. yep. And it's, um, little Caesars, $5 hot and ready. Um, the fuck today says we are not doing evaluations for part-timers. They are raising their pay to the new pay range. We are hiring at, oh, that's, that's good. You know, that's something. Oh, I remember this. So when talking about Dollar Tree, um, Matt Starr says, I'm loving the nicknames. All we had was a manager we called Queef. <laughs> yeah, we've we've got nicknames. Trust me, we got lots of them. Um, I tell you. But. Uh, nickname for uh, Steve, I just got to give away your nickname. I call him the Dark Lord. Yeah, but that was that was back <laughs> when I dyed my hair and. And I was still in my quasi goth stage or whatnot, you know, through, through my career. When I worked for Guitar Center, they, they called me Undertaker. <laughs> so I just, oh, I can see I had that. This, you see remember that. the, did you ever see the black trench coat, Alex? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I had to, I had to retire that. It finally got shredded. I need to get another one one day, but yeah. You <laughs> oh, his, his name was Keith. Nice. So at least you had it phonetically pretty close. Um, but yeah, Russell's like, yep, them empty boxes in stock room for inventory. All right, so there was a manager who we were talking about stacking the boxes in the stock room at Dollar Tree for inventory. This person would save empty boxes and bury them within these stacks to where you couldn't grab it, but there was a barcode. So when they're scanning for inventory, they were scanning barcodes of empty boxes that padded the inventory and made up for any kind of shrink. <laughs> The fuck today says, I think you look like the guitar player from Disturbed. Okay. I'll take that. That's fine. 
I know for a long time people told me I look like James Hetfield from Metallica, so I don't know. I don't know. I'm old. That's what I look like. Old and wore out. <laughs> he kind of looks like the Undertaker. Yeah. You know, a lot of people, I've spent my entire life with, with short, well, most of my entire working career with short hair, and I haven't cut my hair since September. That's the reason I got a hat on all the time. There's a lot of hair underneath this fucking thing. <laughs> oh, my Lord. Yep, it's it's pretty, but it's so, it, it, it's it's out of hand. I mean, seriously, if I brush my hair straight down, it comes it comes to hair, Alex. Like, oh. I'm blind, I can't see it, like Cousin It or some shit. I mean... Um. Hero says, do you mean a disturbed guitar player? Well, yeah, that too. Thanks. Um, Iron Maiden. So, Steve, one of the co-workers said to me, I heard the guy you trained with was gothic and had red hair. LOL. Yep, that's true. That's true. I was a him fan. Um, 69 Eyes. Uh, I, I, my hair color of choice was L'Oreal Feria Chocolate Cherry. I remember. I do. I do have a question. I want to ask chat real quick. I play that. So you can... Go ahead. Ask the chat away. Steve is constantly talking about his uh, one of him and I believe his maidens. Their managers they call Peter Griffin. No, that would be the fuck today. Fuck today, okay. But what what's some of y'all's nicknames? Like, think of like your worst manager or worst employee, and just hit hit them with a hit them with the uh, nicknames. Sweet, real quick. <laughs> I can't shout out the maiden. I can't say mine because it's basically their name. Nice. <laughs> shout out the maiden. In response to the gothic question, she said, "Yeah, he was cool as fuck. Thank you. That was awesome." Uh, real quick before the <laughs> chat dies down here, Matt says we had to inventory bulk candy every Thursday with some other shit like salt and oil. I go to the twenty-four hour pilot just to buy cheap candy to cut it with because they held us responsible for the shorts. Man, if you had a Dollar Tree nearby and you get that dollar box candy, man, you've been you you've been set. All right, so Alex's nicknames for employees. All right, so so far we got Hero. That one is Junior. The fuck today? Well, and managers. And yeah, employees and managers. Yeah, this would be good. Uh, Hero's got Junior. The fuck today has special needs. Russell has Mario. <laughs> I know who that is. And Kool Aid. Um, Matt says, well, we had Queef and Shrek. This lady looked just like Shrek. Wow. There were, I can't remember who it was. There was somebody I worked with that looked just like Fiona from Shrek. I can't remember. Damn it. Hero, do you remember? Um, oh, we had a person at, um, Felmart that was, uh, that looked like, um, the, the Six Flags dancer. <laughs> and it was a female. Um, what's up, Colossus? Uh, uh, Mr. Cochran here, former um, Felmart vet. We had a code at one point when salaried was coming in after overnight, and it was big man on campus. Nice. Matt says, oh, swamp, swamp rat. <laughs> Hero says half gator. His elevator goes half floors. Oh, half Vader. Uh, Russell's turtle. Um, wow. Well, we had Jimmy. Oh, why you guys are rolling the nicknames? All right, so Matt Starr, um, oh, all, all you guys who who are kind of new to this, I'm going to tell you a story of a gentleman that I had working for me. 
His name was Jim. All right. This really, really happened. Okay. Number one, this guy's in his sixties and, and he lived with his mother until his mother passed away. He's never had a girlfriend, anything like that. All right. But one of the most loyal and devoted. No, no James, the Protoss. 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 Um, uh, we tried to get my, my boss a nickname, but we never wanted to insult the people with a nickname. But anyway, so Jim was, he's money in the bank. He, he worked as many hours as you want. Wasn't really all upstairs. And I've, I've had a long history with this guy. I worked with him way back in the 90s at Office Max, and, and I hired him at um, Dollar Tree. One day I saw him walking down the street, and I'm like, hey, Jim, blah, blah, blah. But anyway, so we were at um, Office Max was where we were working at the time. And we did all sorts of lewd things to this dude. I mean, I'm my, my ex-brother-in-law and I worked together, and we've pretty much decided we're going to hell just strictly for what we used to put Jim through <laughs> alone. But anyway, uh, my brother-in-law, you know, was pretty lewd and would say a lot of shit to Jim. And he's very timid. He's, he's very shy, um, you know, maybe borderline autistic. I don't know. I mean, but, but you know, he, he was a great employee. But we gave him so much shit or whatnot. One day he shows up to work and he's like, you know, Mr. Steve, Mr. John, can I talk to you for a second? And we're like, sure. And he's like, and he, he spoke about himself in like third person. He's like, so when Jimmy got off work, Jimmy went home and Jimmy took a shower and got nice and cleaned up. Jimmy put on some nice cologne. And then Jimmy put on a nice polo shirt, shorts. And we're like, okay. And he says, and then he hung his head down. He goes, then Jimmy went to the gentleman's club. <laughs> At which point in time, we're like, excuse me, what? So he's told us that he's went to a strip club. Which you guys don't understand, which was so out of left field. So we're like, okay. And he's like, but I met a really nice girl there. And we're like, Jim, you don't meet nice girls at the strip club. You know, he's like, no, but I did. And I got my picture taken with her. Come out to the car. And we're like, okay. So we go out to the car and he's got this eight by 10 of this porn star that was dancing there that night sitting in his lap he's got one hand each on each boob and she's got her legs spread wide open with her hands around her ankles and we're just floored by this dude now russell as you see i love that man um russell you got to see that picture didn't you uh fat serpico um Let's see. Uh, the fuck today. I'm sure Tim and Randy wouldn't appreciate them, but when you feel the need to pull out the tape measure, you're acting like a pussy. Wow. Uh, yes, maiden. It was a strip club story. Um, we had uh, most of my nicknames for my employees were all like pet names. You know, like <laughs> we, we had we had uh, the girl that run the customer service desk that we would have trivia with every night that uh, oh, oh this is another boy. story some of you guys probably haven't heard we do trivia at night oh, James boy. James if you're still in the chat you should recall this we asked this young lady a series of questions we're like okay well who 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 is John Lennon and her answer was oh well that's the host for the tonight show and you might be thinking okay mm -hmm. well that's not too terrible Oh, see, James is like, oh boy. 
Then one night we asked her, do you know what the Underground Railroad is? <laughs> to which I'm paraphrasing here. She proceeded to tell us it was when Hitler <laughs> helped the slaves escape through a tunnel. <laughs> and uh, you you just can't make this shit up, man. I mean, and I'm like, what did they teach you on school? Obviously nothing. Luke of the Wind. That just, my boss likes to call me Loki. That just resulted in audible laughs throughout the store because it was so dead that night. <laughs> Look, Matt Stars is Jesus. Iron Maiden is wow. Did Alex ever figure Did out, Alex who, ever figure who, out? Who, Ro- who Hiroshima was? Uh, James, did he not know what Hiroshima was? Was he the one that didn't know? Yes. Yes. Oh, so you guys get to grill Alex in the chat. He did not know what Hiroshima was. Didn't I say Pearl Harbor? Yeah. Luke of the Wind. Oh, Hitler thing. LOL. What? Yeah. Honest to God, that really happened. There was some other crazy shit, too, that we asked, and, and I've kind of forgotten it all. But, I mean, there it was a laugh a minute with that one because you would ask them questions that you, you, should, you should know, you know, if you had any kind of borderline education in school. And it, we're, we're just, like, way out there. I mean, didn't know. Didn't know. Didn't know presidents. You know, didn't know. It was it was crazy. Oh, there we go. Alex, when asked about Hiroshima, James said he said, still remember to this day. No. Wasn't that who bombed Pearl Harbor? <laughs> what was great is is we always we talked about this over our walkie talkie. Yeah, and that was you would just hear an audible laugh even through the walkie and way over there. Yeah, I did the John Lennon thing already, Hero. She said it was the host of the Tonight Show. She was also a huge Britney Britney Spears fan. The fuck today says I'm at a loss. I'm telling you, man. He was thinking of Ho Chi Minh. Good job. Good job, Alex. Um, but yeah, we would we would do this stuff. We we had walkies, just like we had at um TJX Maiden, and we would be doing this shit over the walkies. And I had a notorious habit of going around and taking the the microphone and going up to different toys that made noise and like, you know play the noise through the walkie so it would fuck up everybody's ears yeah I, I you know i always tried to make it fun when we closed i mean you know because none of us wanted to be there and, and oh yeah no no you'd be getting literally just drilled by a customer uh and all of a sudden here it's like we got in trouble wow. we got in trouble for using office pc for streaming um like a sony event <laughs> 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 yeah. Uh we won't go down that road there, Russell. A little touchy. Um Kmart was quite a trip of tales compared to my work experience after. It, it really was. I mean, we we saw some crazy shit at Kmart. I mean, crazy shit. Um the night Skynet took over the alarm system. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um and or, or when Kmart had the genius idea, we're gonna stay stay open to midnight, and we had like one customer from like nine p.m. to midnight, and we all just kind of sit around like, dude, yeah, because Steve, I had to close with you one of those nights. Oh my god! I mean, it was like, why are we doing this? I mean, why? Nobody was shopping at all. 
I mean, literally nobody uh, uh, for like oh. four four hours. I mean, there was nobody in there. I mean, we were having a hard time just doing regular business during regular hours. But you, but shit, people weren't coming out in that area that late at night. And I remember one. I think the night that you closed me out was the night we had that fog. <laughs> you couldn't see across the parking lot. You're like, dude, this looks awesome. Yeah, I did. I, I did. Uh, we had a situation where tornadoes came through and, and a storm come through and wrecked our entire garden center. You remember that, James? The entire garden center got ransacked. Uh, I was there. Oh, oh, this is a great story too, guys. She did. She's just now mentioning this. The fuck today? She had already told me this. The the person that walked out left because the voices in her head told her we were talking about her. They call her Cocoa Puffs. <laughs> I can see why. I can see why. Uh, just on the nickname thing real quick, because I'm about to have to dip Steve, mm-hmm. but can you guess who Frieza is? <laughs> that was one of the Felmar nicknames I had was Frieza. Frieza? Uh either Rhonda or mm-hmm. was it Rhonda? Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. What do you think the other one was? <laughs> oh, oh, what do what? Who'd you think the other one was? Oh, what was her name? She was married to the manager over in um Oh no, 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 no. She was that's Patrick Star. <laughs> wow. Oh wow. Matt says we had a cashier we call Cuckoo for not nice reasons. I bet. I bet. Um <laughs> we we had we had um we had a, <laughs> James, it looked like a just cause mission. <laughs> we had a manager at um at Dollar Tree, Russell referred to him as knee pads, but uh, or knee skids. Yeah. But um, we also uh, we called him Bing because I, I don't remember what the Bing thing was. But then I went to the grocery store next door to get a drink, and we found like a natural energy drink called Bing, and that was the running joke for like fucking it forever. So, oh James, was it it was it the Warthog or was it the Rolling Thunder? <laughs> but yeah, I mean. You know, we we had all sorts of intercom. Oh, that's right. We called him Bing because he was on the intercom constantly. Bing, yep. And that that there was some crazy shit that went down there, man. I mean, just God. Um, and you know, I I I wreaked a pretty good bit of havoc at a the 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 Jesus's craft store. Uh, I had a young lady that. Um, I worked with who had a long black hair and I went and bought a bottle of purple glitter and um, she was sitting down like straight in the shelves and we had, we had a good working relationship. So it wasn't like this was like way out of line. We were always fucking around doing something, but I walked up right behind her and dumped this big bottle of purple glitter right in her hair. And I heard from her years later and she just brought that up. She goes, yeah, I think I'm still washing the purple glitter off. But we we did crazy shit. Put stripper poles in the frame shop. Want to know what that Call of Duty kill streak did that we named after Ronda Steve? What? (laughs) It come in and it said, like it made like this god awful. That's another one. Hero, we had uh, Snow White um, at Hobby Lobby. Pumpkin. uh, Yeah, there was a manager named Kevin. We called him Pumpkin. Um, There was a, a girl that um left um her journal in the floral desk and uh she spelled hokey pokey hockey pocky and so her nickname became hockey pocky <laughs> um 
Yeah, I had a manager that we called Breezy. Oh, wow. The fuck today says off topic, but wanted to share my sister I haven't spoken to in 18 years got in contact with me. Kind of exciting. That is very cool, actually. Um, Iron Maiden, who also worked at Felmont. Oh, Mr. Steve. Yeah, that's what Hockey Pocky used to call me. We don't want to get into that conversation too much, though. That was a little scary. Um, Maiden says at Felmar, RDM did a visit during a hurricane, and he was like, who's going to get your carts? And he sent some poor kid out there to get carts, literally chasing carts down the parking lot. And I will never forget that image of this kid running full speed at the carts to grab them and picking them up and then flying in the air. <coughs> wow. Woo. Um, let's see. Russell says, Me and Steph used to put our plushies in adult situations at the tree during Christmas. That does not surprise me. I talked to her a few days ago, actually. Uh, she's still, I'm, I'm also guilty of that. Yeah. I, 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 I didn't reach that level. I didn't, I, I, I didn't do that shit. Um, but, oh, oh, oh. what? I did. Well, that's not a surprise. <laughs> um, you know, and then one day we'll get Alex to tell you the story about his keys getting stolen. <clears throat> you should remember that, Mr. Cochran, if you're still in the chat. Oh, yeah. Me and James involved. <laughs> mm hmm. Just goofing around somewhere. <laughs> um, oh, that's a fun one. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, when you were training at Kmart and the tornado put target carts on the trees. Yep. Oh, James says I sure do. <laughs> yep. Sure. Yep. <laughs> um. So what? What else you guys got? Right, Alex is going to dip here, but surely you guys got some shit to bitch about. Complain. What you got? All right, Steve. I'm heading out. All right, everybody. Say bye bye to Alex. Bye bye. I'll be lurking. He's got to be go play video games. Yeah, I gotta go play video games. Bye bye. Um. So yeah, you guys got anything? Bye. <laughs> He's doing this uh, competitive Call of Duty. Well, not Call of Duty, but uh, I think uh, Rainbow Six Siege. I think that's his thing unlearning ways your old jobs had you do stuff yeah that always sucks you know um all these different retailers doing stuff that you know try to reinvent the wheel so to speak make it way fucking harder than it needs to be um the fuck today says i'm just so fucking frustrated in general about the hurry and do what i say but when we need something it takes two years just disgruntled well yeah it's never enough is it guys Never enough. Um, oh, that's right. Russell, you were told to stand guard during the gas leak at the Cherrydale Dollar Tree. We had a natural gas leak, and they were expecting him to stand there. And, and you know, if the place would have exploded, Russell would have become street pizza. So that would have been terrible. You know, I will say, you know, fortunately for me, I've never been asked to do something like crazy, crazy, because I really think if I would have been, I probably would have quit, you know, nothing that put me, you know, in an unsafe situation. I know people who have been, and that sucks. Uh, Matt says, I had three days in a row where no manager told us we had call outs. We had to cover for now, that sucks. So communication is not key there, huh, Matt? 
So in that situation, were you responsible at that point when you realized you were short to call in people or shift people from departments? The fuck today says we had to have the evaluations done by this week, but haven't decided when they're giving us ours. Bitch, give me my money. Yep. Russell's arm, Colt 45. I thought about him the other day. You talking about uh, Brennan? Um, <laughs> Maiden says, can you stand here and handle this shit if it blows up? Okay, cool. Matt says, yeah, we didn't hear from this manager all night. That is horrible. Uh, no, we just had to shift departments around to cover the area assigned to the call out. How many people do you normally have on a shift on the floor? Bye. You checking out there, Philly? Um, but, uh, like, how many people do y'all have on staff, Matt? Or supposed to, anyway. It got quiet all of a sudden. Where'd everybody go? No, LOL, the old guy that would say, Pewie, Pewie, I'm cold 45. I don't remember that, dude. A lot. I would imagine so. Are y'all are y'all just one level on the floor or are you like a, a double decker? You got an upstairs there? And is the food as good there as they say it is? I'm just curious. I've never had it. I went to one uh in Atlanta, but we didn't try any of the, the famous stuff. Luke of the Wind says, anyone else get the pleasure of having a Karen that believes the shit about 5G mind control chips and lizard people? Um, I've had some discussions with people that think it's a little weird. I don't, I don't buy the 5G shit at all. <laughs> mind control. Well, hell, if you're connected to a telephone or, or the internet or any kind of technology, you're being controlled anyway. So whatever. <laughs> um, Aqua official. Hey, yo. Um, the fuck today? Staffing shout out. Supposed to have 13, have five. Wow. That's terrible. Iron Maiden, no people yet, no hours. Can't win. Matt says, it's good once in a while. Not if you eat it all the time. I can imagine. Hero says, how did I try the meatballs and you haven't? I don't remember trying the meatballs when we were there. Um, Rip, I'm a lizard person. Uh, <laughs> giving back 100 hours of payroll a week. You know, that's a hard thing right there, man. Is And we even did that for a while at the decor store that, um, you know, we were giving back payroll. That's that's when you know it's really bad. And that was pre-pandemic. Um, just our market in general here, we couldn't hire. I mean, I don't know what it is. But, you know, it's a painful thing. And, and that's the thing that's terrible. So get this. So we have situations where we'd have to, we wouldn't use our entire payroll budget, but we had employees that wanted to work more than they were. And the company wouldn't let us let them work any overtime at all. So we're giving back 150 hours a week that we could have used, but they refused to pay any kind of overtime because they're cheap fuckers. Olive Garden. Um, the place where you had to put everything together yourself. Yeah. Yes. Um, 
Russell, well, off subject, seen a study where wearing masks was to minimize the 14-point face recognition to seven with street cans. Well, I'm look, I'm all for the mask, man. I mean, my friend Trent and I talk about this. We think it's cool. You know, I wear all black. I wear a black mask and I wear sunglasses and a hat. That's fucking awesome, if you ask me. I, if, I would do that during no pandemic, to be honest with you. You know, it's like the it's like the the John Cena thing. You can't see me, and so, but yeah, love it, love it. I mean, of course, when I went out and bought masks, I mean, I got an entire pack of black ones, black mask, Batman, sweet. Um, the fuck today? Oh, I started the thing of giving people OT. They have been getting OT for about six weeks now. You know, if they want to work it, that's great, and it's extra money for them. Time and a half is great. Um, Iron Maiden, I honestly can't imagine what it's like for everyone working retail during the pandemic. My heart goes out to you all for real. Yeah, it's rough, man. It is, it is really, really rough. And, you know, a lot of these people, you know, all these people here in the chat, you know, been putting harm's way with this shit, you know, expected. I mean, working for companies that had no business being open, they weren't essential, essential businesses, but they made every excuse to lobby to stay open. And, you know, here we are. I mean, the running joke is last year they were all heroes and now they're zeros. I mean, it's, it's fucking terrible. And, you know, when you work in an essential business, you know, like for real, like if you're working in a grocery store, I mean, imagine being, you know, I remember when, uh, like you said, Matt, you're correct. It's a, it's a broken, it's broken that relationship forever. 100%. Because what happened was I remember when it first started, really cranking up the the beginning of feb uh, beginning of march when it really you know was starting to become apparent things were going sideways i thought i had a little extra time and i remember the wife and i on the way home from work i'm like look we might as well go ahead and go to the grocery store and grab some shit and i thought i was early to the game okay i really did and we pull up and the parking lot's fucking packed i'm like what is this shit and so they stayed in the car and i went in and it was like a zombie apocalypse. You would have thought that they had done said that the asteroids are about to just come destroy mankind. That these people run around crazy and shit, throwing stuff, running into shopping carts, trash everywhere. The poor cashiers and managers of the grocery store are just pouring sweat, swamped and whatnot. And I'm like, my God, what is this shit? And, but yeah, you know, my wife worked in that shit, you know, and continued the whole time because you know it was an essential business and you know customers didn't care about the messes they left customers were yelling at people because they didn't have stuff in stock because everybody was hoarding fucking anything people were getting in fights over toilet paper and hand sanitizer and all this bullshit and you know these employees were just expected to take it you know and, and there was no you know they made it so no business was accountable that if an employee got sick with covid and died the business, you know, was covered, and and, that, and that's just terrible, just terrible. Um, from what I've seen, the customers have gotten worse too. Yes, absolutely. The one thing that happened with COVID is the customers did entirely get worse, and that, and to Matt's point, the relationship between customers and employees is is permanently broken because of that. the The customers finally overstepped the bounds to where good people that work in customer facing positions are less apt to really want to help somebody now because out of safety and out of fear of any kind of thing, you know, you can't trust a customer. You, you just cannot. 
you don't know if they're just going to flip on you all of a sudden and all hell break loose. And then you're going to be on like some TikTok video or some shit. By the way, uh, Matt and Luke of the Wind, how'd you like that, uh, the Karen medal that I posted? I showed it to my wife and she's like, what is wrong with you? Um, but the <laughs> um, fuck today says what was killing me was I was closing the same time as the grocery stores last year. I couldn't even get to the store. Yeah, that sucks. So there you are. You're needing things and you can't even get them. And even if you got to the store, you probably, you know, I'll never forget the place I was working. I was like, hey, take some money out of petty cash and go down to the Kroger next door and get some hand sanitizer and wipes and shit. I'm like, there's not going to be any. We'll go do it anyway. And I went, they don't have nothing. I'm like, what the fuck? Um, <coughs> Luke of the Wind says, I love the mask just so customers couldn't see me mouth and fuck you to them. That is the beautiful thing about wearing masks in customer service. They cannot see what you're saying. And that is awesome. That is awesome. Um, you know, that's why I, I really do like the the design of the mask of it. You know, we've got in the swag shop, you know, the retail war zone offering protection when no one else will, you know, because now a lot of these companies have, and, and this is true. And, and, and like I said, I'm not getting into a debate and what somebody believes and somebody doesn't, but you've got this perception now where you've got a bunch of retailers who are making it optional to wear masks from an appearance standpoint. It has nothing to do with health whatsoever they want things to look normal and they kind of peer pressure you into not wearing one which which is crazy i mean it's not that big a deal just wear the fucking thing you know um we went so long with like no shirt no shoes you know no service i mean what's one more garment to add to the list um well imagine being in the back of that semi 95 degrees at your home store and loading a truck with a mask on okay I get that it's uncomfortable, and I get that it's an inconvenience, but I will take my chance. I, I don't care. I'm going to walk out and get some water. Um, Hero says, I have never seen grown-ass adults throw tantrums like that. Um, Matt says, I tried to go without the mask, and the worst was not mouthing shit all day. <laughs> uh, Matt says, I don't think I saw the Karen metal. Uh, I posted a video of a guy that plays metal music along to like a Karen flip out at like... um. Uh, Victoria's Secret. It's it, it's. I posted on Twitter. It's pretty fucking funny. He does like a whole series of these. Chicky Lee, hey hey, angry chick in the house. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Good to see you. Um, my mask has stayed on this entire time. Yeah. Master says, oh, <laughs> um, I did see that. Yeah, uh, Karen Metal. Yeah, um. Maiden says, I was sick last week and wore a mask. I'm vaccinated, and I'll get dirty looks from people who are here for wearing one. The wife and I both loved it, yeah. You know, I look, I like I said, I, I try to steer clear of some things here because I don't want any kind of debate, and, and you know, I don't want the channel to get flagged and, and shut down because YouTube's really particular about stuff. But, you know, I, I've got no problem with everybody having to wear them. I think it's the right thing to do. That's just my own opinion as a parent, you know, having kids. This is your first time tuning in live. Welcome. Glad to have you. The more the merrier. If you got anything that you want to rant about, spit it out in the chat. We'll chop it up. We all family here. We all we all part of the same team. So um but yeah, I just don't I, I don't understand, you know, I feel like and, and and like I said, I'm not going down Democrat Republican. I feel like the moment that the pandemic was politicized, either side, we were fucked. 
because it took the focus off of what we should have been focusing on. And, and, and still to this day, I mean, it's, it's the same way. And, you know, um, if you've got kids, you know, something you got to worry about. Um, and you know, as a parent, you know, I'll, if somebody came to me, my wife and I had this discussion, you know, if somebody came to me and said, well, if your kids are wearing a mask at school, it's only going to protect them 0.001%. Well, guess what? We'll take that 0.001%. That's better than zero, you know? And it's, it's not that big a deal to me. I really, I really don't think it's that big a deal. I think it's become so symbolic of something stupid that, you know, it's, it's, it's asinine because to me, you know, my wife would tell you, you know, uh, being with me that you would have thought that I'd be one of those people that would be extremely inconvenienced by it. No, I'm not. I'm all for it. The less of me you see, the better off I am. <laughs> so, uh, Matt says, some of the more Florida customers won't fuck with you if you have a mask on. So, bonus. True. True. Yeah, exactly. So, so here's the thing, too. What about all the regular cooties it contains in schools? You know, schools are an incubator for any kind of sickness. So, any of you who have kids, you know this. You know, and I will say for two years now, you know, my kids did the virtual school and whatnot. It's the healthiest my family has been because they haven't been to school and they haven't brought that shit home. So there's something there, you know, I mean, if to be that, to go that long without being sick is great. You know, um, Matt says, have you seen the awesome off of it shirt about guys who wear masks? Um, no, but I will check that out. And like I said, guys, all the, all his links are in the description of the video. So please go check his shit out. Go buy some swag from him. Um, Maiden says, honestly, who the fuck cares if I wear a mask? It's not affecting your life at all. Leave me the fuck alone. Worry, worry about yourself. That right there is it in a nutshell. We got too many people worried about other people other than themselves. If they don't want to wear a mask, fine. You do you. But it gives you no right to talk about anybody else wearing one. And and we're we're, we're always hustling. That's the way. I see kids licking the carts all the time. Exactly. Kids don't cover their coughs or sneezes. Exactly. Um, the fuck today says, I think when it was mandatory, they bitch. Now that it's optional, the ones that want to wear one bitch too. Can't win for losing. See, you got some people that are just fucking miserable, man. I, I, like I said, it does not bother me. It doesn't bother me if somebody's not wearing one and stay, keep your distance. Blah, blah, blah. I'm, I hate people. I mean, we work in this business. We all at some point have gotten to the point where we could, we don't care about the general public. We'll, we'll move as fast to a store as we possibly can. We'll dodge people or whatnot. That's awesome. You know, so to me, if, if they're not wearing a mask, that's their own problem. You know, that's their choice. But, you know, I'll honor that, you know, but honor mine. You know, plain and simple. You should not have any kind of opinion about what an individual is doing with their own self and their own life. Good or bad. You know, um, if there's consequences, there's consequences. Chicky Lee, I also don't want people seeing my face either. Exactly. Luke of the Wind, absolutely. The pandemic should never have been reduced to us versus them. Exactly. And that's what's happened. And then that's, you're never going to get through it. We obviously learned zero lessons from the Spanish flu. And now it's like anything else going on. It's like 
pulling for a sports team. You either pull for team A or pull for team B. You know, if if you're against team B, they're against you. It's just fucking stupid, man. Uh, Matt says, I have to say, ratio of people in masks was higher than usual today. Not sure if it's the shitty numbers or CDC or what, but it was nice for a change. Um, Maiden says, I hate people. Sorry, not sorry. Leave me alone. Chicky Lee, I have coworkers who openly admit to not getting vaxxed and still walking around that mask. And see, and that's irresponsible, in in my opinion. Because they're bragging about it is what they are. You know, I mean, look, I, we've dealt with this for over a year. No one really has all the answers, period. And if anybody says they do, they, they, they don't. Science is trying, all right? But it, we, we got a long way to go. You know, I mean, it's, I think we're still a year out from having something that's 110% safe and 100% effective to keep you from getting it, period. You know, the breakthrough cases are pretty high right now. Um, you know, you just, you just got to do what's right for you, and you got to take care of your family and yourselves and try to stay healthy. You know, and, and that's it. If somebody doesn't want to do that, that's fine. You know, that's on them. But, you know, be mindful of your own personal space is the one thing I, w- I will say that, that has worked is, is, you know, stay away from people. You know, keep a distance from people. You know, if they don't like that shit, tough. <laughs> you know, you, you shouldn't be violating personal space even when there isn't a pandemic. So you're just enforcing that personal space now. Um. Hero says, I wore a mask because I wasn't feeling well and had so many coworkers want to know why. Iron Maiden, the only way Edward Cullen survived the Spanish flu was the fact that he turned into a vampire. Shit, man. That'd be kind of cool, though, to survive it that way. But then you'd get to see all sorts of whack shit. Um, no one really does care where it or not. I think it's just a learning thing and respect others. Exactly. I, I think you should, you, you know... Regardless of what any anybody's opinion is, you know, you should always treat people like you want to be treated and you should stay out of their business and they should stay out of yours. You know, life's about choices. They're not always good ones, but you either learn from it or you, you won't, you know, one of the two. It's not my job to police everybody. It's my job to take care of my family. So, um, Steve worked with somebody called Twilight. Yes, I did. I had a guy that worked with us like Edward Cullen and they, they called him Twilight. Uh, that was a guitar center. Um, I think you nailed any possible discussion there. Fuck people, LOL. Yes. Yeah, I mean, that's that's really what it comes down to. I mean, and it shows how shitty people can be is regardless of what your stance is. If If you go up to an individual who's wearing a mask and you're not, and you berate them for wearing a mask, you, you just need to get choked out right there because there's no sense in that. It it, uh, it it solves nothing. It just makes everything else stupid. You know, natural selection. There you go. Matt says, I had a potter for the same reason, except with Harry Potter. Ah, actually, we had a guy at a guitar center that they called Potter, too, because of the glasses or whatnot. But, you know, I, I, I've got friends who see it one way. I got friends that see it another way. And, I, you know, I, I'm a hermit. You know, I don't... You know, I think you have to be pretty careless these days to 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 increase your chances of getting it. But that's not the issue. The issue is the carelessness of others. That's the problem. So, 
Hero says, if you fuss at me for wearing a mask, I probably will cough in your direction to change your mind. No, that's the thing. Those people aren't going to care. A lot of those people are those ones. Well, I've lived a good life. If it gets me, it gets me. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I've already said in the past I was living to be 150 and I was not going to leave this planet until I saw a UFO firsthand. I ain't going nowhere and I ain't going to let somebody fuck it up for me. Plain and simple. Uh, Maiden says, it's asking a lot for people to just not be shitty. There's a lot of shitty people out there and they've gotten worse, man. They've gotten worse. And that's why we do this shit. So we can bitch about it. You know, maybe some of them, you know, it's like Philly Essential says, you know, he got that shirt that pisses people off. I mean, the shirt says, you know, dear customer, we're not employed to be your punching bag. Thanks, Essential. People get pissed off when they see that. That just tells you how bad society has gotten. The fuck today? Are you enjoying playing with knives? Yeah, it's fun. It's kind of nasty. But, you know, I don't have a weak stomach. It hasn't fucked with me or anything like that. I will say that watching them cut liver for the first time was pretty gross. That was nasty. And sausage isn't fun. But it, but it's fun. I mean, you know, I've always been really hot-natured. And I'm back there with a bunch of people who are like, it's cold back here. I'm like, it feels fucking great. <laughs> so it's awesome. The anger chick. This is like being in school where the entire class gets detention for the one idiot who keeps talking. Only this time it's mask. Correct. And welcome, Angry. Good to see you. Um, just watched the CSI where they put a guy in the meat grinder. Oh, let me tell you something. That meat grinder ain't no fucking joke. That industrial shit. Although, you know, I will say there's there's an entire cleaning um, regimen you go through. And the last part is you've got a host pop that just squirts out sanitizer. So, I mean, I don't understand how anybody could get COVID working back there. I mean, it happens, but shit, you take a bath in that shit like every fucking night, basically. Had one dude the other night use a, uh, a bottle of Clorox. About knocked my ass out. I was like, nope, I got to go out here and get some air. Oh, Chicky Lee, you just changed the name. Awesome. Um, Luke of the Wind, good point. It's not your job to police people, and yet we were forced to police people due to the company policies. Why is my minimum wage self having to risk my life telling customers? Exactly. Exactly. You know, and that's what made the pandemic so hard. Yes, Russell, uh, actually, my right hand yesterday felt kind of like puffy and tight. I'm like, man, I'm glad I'm not playing guitar. That sucked. My left hand, too. Um, but, yeah, you know, that's the thing about the essential employees. You guys were all put in positions of, like, policing this shit. And I don't know if you've went back and watched the episode with um, Adam, who wrote the book, Life on the Grocery Line. You know, he talks a lot about that. And, you know, it's one of those deals where, I mean, you weren't paid enough to have that kind of responsibility dropped on you. You know, and you getting people get mad, and that's the thing. People getting mad about people worried about their own health. Man, we have fallen so far as a society, and it's like Matt said. You know, it's that's why this relationship's broken. You know, you had customers who gave zero shits about the health and well being of these essential workers that were forced to enforce this stuff. And rather than look at somebody and say, well, you know, I know you're just enforcing the policy. They come at you wanting to throw hands, you know, over this shit. You guys were not paid enough for that at all. Matt says, fuck yeah. Why did that shit, why the shit did that burden fall on 100% customer service workers? Exactly. It shouldn't have. And, you know, people 
are going to be traumatized for life over this shit. And, and that, that goes hand in hand too with the, we can't hire people because a lot of those people are looking for ways out. And if they got laid off, they ain't going back. They had enough. You know, I had a discussion with somebody today trying to explain the whole, you know, unemployment thing or whatnot. And I've just found that there's a certain age group, which I'm actually in that age group, which is really scary. But starting at about my age, you can't talk to people about it because they look at you like you grew another head. And, you know, they, they believe that everybody's just lazy. And and I'm like, man, you guys just don't understand how business fucking works at all, do you? <laughs> Angry says, I hate how people touted us as heroes for a few months, and then once things settled down, it's screw you guys. Exactly. That's exactly what happened. It's exactly what happened. Um, Matt says, has there been any publication on why people are so much shittier? Like, what the fuck is wrong with these people? You know, there hasn't. Uh, you know, we've seen, I will say, like, you know, Drudge Report, I get a lot of my news from there because it's a news aggregate. But there were actually three articles that showed up a few days ago that were all about customers and how they are treating employees. When it's reached the Drudge Report, as far as I'm concerned, people are starting to pay attention to what's going on, which is why it's important, you know, with like the essential, the war zone essentials challenge kind of thing. The time is now. I mean, everything's shifting in such a way where the voices are going to start being heard. Uh, speculation, you know, I want to think, all right, so any of you guys who've dealt with it, are we in agreement that there's a certain age group of people that this really encompasses as far as this behavior goes? Because I haven't read a lot about, like, younger folks behaving this way. Um. Everything I've seen obviously looks like somebody who's probably 40 or older behaving that way. And I don't know if it's just they're, they were raised poorly, for one thing, and they're so dissatisfied with their life that they're taking it out on people. And the problem has become, and I think as far as speculation goes, I think it's because um, these companies for so long have done the whole, the customer's always right, we'll let you return shit that you shouldn't return, we'll give you gift cards if you complain and whatnot. This is just an extension of that behavior. It's almost like they're pushing to see how much more can they get away with. And these companies continue to let it happen. It's like the video that was posted of the guy at um, the airline where the lady was talking shit to the the person you know trying to get on the plane and the guy came out and was like if you're gonna like okay you're, you're gonna fly another airline you're not getting on this plane that's manager of the year right there but you know management and these stores are are terrified to take up for anybody because they'll lose their job because corporate says customer is king and you know it, it's it's just stupid and yes um entitlement is definitely a huge part of it, it sure is I want what I want. I want it now. I want it my way. The company's giving me my way every time I've been in here. It's going to continue. Go to the spirit counter. <laughs> exactly. Um, but, you know, it's, it's, I, that's the only thing I can think of is they've been able to get away with treating people and bending policies and procedures so long. They've been trained that they can. They're just pushing it further. 
And I, you know, I don't want to see it happen, but what's going to happen, you know, when one customer, one, one employee finally has enough and does something crazy. Like, I I don't know if this has anything to do with that, but, and, um, I think it was Memphis. uh, I think they had a dollar tree employee was chasing a shoplifter and the dollar tree employee was packing heat and shot the fucking shoplifter dead in the parking lot over $5, you know, What's going to happen as these people who've worked through the pandemic and and these companies care nothing about their mental health and whatnot? You're going to see a lot more employees snapping, and it could be avoided if the companies would actually back people up and you know make it known. You're not going to come into our place of business and and act this way and treat people this way. We will ask you to leave, and if you won't leave, we'll call the police and we'll make you leave. That's what it's really going to take to stop it. Um, you know, because now they don't even care if they're on TikTok videos. They don't care. They, they, they don't care. You know, they'll go about their business and act like, you know, what they did was right. But until these companies start putting policies in place and hell, it might get to the point where you got to have security guards in every fucking build, building now. I mean, it's just stupid. Um, it's true. Well, they want money. So bend and fold to the customer's will. God forbid they fill out a negative survey. Yep, Exactly. Anger Chick, you're correct. These jobs are not worth dying for. They're not. I still, to this day, know people all in the industry that will chase after shoplifters. That is the dumbest, most irresponsible thing anybody could do. Because one day, one day, you're going to chase the wrong person. Let's say you chasing somebody out. Let's just use Dollar Tree as an example. Some homeless person comes in that happens to be packing heat. They got a gun on them. They come in and they steal like a 50 cent can of Vienna sausages because they're hungry. Some manager chases after them and that person flips out and turns around and shoots them in the face over 50 cents. It's not worth it. Let them have whatever they want. There's a reason why companies have a shrink budget. Hero says... My little band of behind-the-counter people started being like, I'm great, thanks for asking, when someone was greeted, looks up dead at you, and ignored you just being rude. Yep. Yep. That's the other thing, you know. We've all seen the meme, you know. Hi, how are you doing today? Customers don't say anything back. Fine, I'll just go fuck myself then, you know, <laughs> kind of deal. Um, it, it's but, but, yeah, I mean, and I don't understand what these employees think they're getting out of chasing people. It's not like you're going to win a medal. All right, you're not getting a raise for it. As a matter of fact, if it escalates even a little bit, the per, the manager or employee chasing the shoplifter is going to lose their job. You're going to get fired. Absolutely get fired. You know, the fuck today. When they do that, I say good talk. I can so hear that coming out of your mouth too. God, I can so hear that. But yeah, but Matt, going back to what you said, I mean, I think, you know, speculation is I, I just think they've gotten away with so much for so long they feel like they can get away with that too and until somebody puts a stop to it they're just going to continue doing it and we're going to continue talking about it and bitching about it because nobody wants to take up for you guys and that's the thing that sucks um angry chick says i had covered myself and was lucky i had a mild case i could have died i wore a mask and everything and still got it yep uh we are just another body of your place correct uh, here it says my jelly bean does that too lol but but yeah no one is there to protect you guys you know and that's the sad part about everything we talk about is this is about the fact that you've got 
hundreds of thousands of people working in the retail business, the food service business, you know, grocery business that are subjected to this every single day. And companies do not protect them from it. And there you go, hero, just like Matt Starr's shirt, essentially forgotten. But um, it's just one of those deals where, you know, yeah, you were heroes last year. Now you're floor mats. And that's just not right. Because guess what? You were heroes last year. And if all of y'all had walked out, those businesses would have folded. And it's just terrible. <laughs> Love the marketing. Hey, man. Like I said, we in this hall together, bro. Um, Maiden says, I've seen this meme circulating that people are too comfortable saying mean shit to people without getting their ass beat. And it's true. It's true. Absolutely. Uh, Angry Chick says, you should have seen this one lady I rung up early on the pandemic. She was complaining about having to work from home. She was lucky I was wearing a mask because I had a pissed off look. Yeah. Hey, that work from home shit. That's what's up. And why somebody would complain about that means they're probably miserable at home. And that's their own fucking fault to fix. You know? Should have walked out. Yeah. Hey, look, I mean, I... I found myself in a situation where I'd worked my entire career and I got laid off in a really kind of shitty way. And, you know, I wound up staying home. All right. You know, I, I wasn't gonna put my kids, you know, health or, you know, in danger or whatnot. So they did virtual school and my wife worked. Okay. And, you know, my wife's an essential worker and you know you you just didn't know how she was going i mean she come in the door first thing she do don't touch me don't you know i'm going to take a shower you know kind of thing and you know just it, the people that disrespect that i mean it's just terrible you know it's it's just awful matt says i got my ass beat in junior high for talking shit maybe that's it does that not happen to everyone well that's what's that's you know we're we're a lawsuit happy you know society now you know, somebody talks shit and you slug them because they deserve it and they had it coming. They're going to sue you. It, it, it's, it's, it's all set up. The system's all set up to protect the assholes. I mean, it, it is. I mean, and, and I guess that's part of the problem. You know, that's why everybody gets away with all this shit. Working from home is such a luxury. You know, I, I, and, you know, boy. Before I got back into the workforce, I was trying real hard to find an online job, but those things were snatched up. So I was like, okay, I'm going to roll the dice. Here we go. But, um, you know, somebody complaining because they had to work at home? Shit. They need to reevaluate their fucking life. That's kind of like the dream job. I'm going to wear your fucking pajamas and shit. And I was like, come on, let's go. Matt says, my favorite is getting my steps in today. I wish I had a day with less than 10,000 steps or whatever their goal is. Shit, man, you guys, I can't imagine the steps y'all put in during the pandemic. I mean, I saw how crazy everybody was moving in these stores when it really went like cuckoo. Y'all, y'all, look, man, you guys that worked through this whole thing, y'all deserve fucking medals. You deserve the fucking world, to be honest with you, because you've put up with so much shit, you survived it. But yeah, there's a lot of people who did it that didn't survive it, and that's the sad part. And... You know, you always talk about don't let people die in vain. I'm telling you, man, any frontline workers that died from COVID, man, they died in vain because nobody cares. You don't hear about it anymore now, do you? Nope, you sure don't. Companies are no longer liable. You know, the government, 
passed legislation that nobody's liable. OSHA, you know, it's it's terrible. And, you know, and really and truly, Matt, it goes back to your shirt, essentially forgotten. That's 100% true because there are no protections. Anger chick, we need money for not metals. That's true, too. That is absolutely true. You haven't been paid near enough. And, you know, we, we've done several episodes on, like, living wages and whatnot. And I'm telling you, everybody's talking $15 an hour. But I'm telling you right now, in order for somebody to live moderately comfortable, and that doesn't mean a life of excess or whatnot, but when I mean moderately comfortable, enough money to make, you know, like a rent payment, uh, a car payment, and insurance, you know, benefits, man, you're still talking 20 25 bucks an hour minimum, you know. 15's a start, but until until there's some sort of revolt and some sort of regulation that that all the big money makers and whatnot in Wall Street, unless they get regulated that they can't raise prices on shit and they can dip into their profit margins a little bit, it's, it's just you're just moving the goalposts. You know, you make more, everything goes up. You know, and it shouldn't be that way, but it is. Matt says that should be the price to staying open. Stores should be responsible for putting their staff in harm's way. And this, you can just not come to work. Shit shouldn't fly. Yup. Good night to fuck today. Have fun with your inventory. Yeah, 15 really ain't shit though. Let's be honest. Yup. Anger Chick says you're absolutely right. I'm lucky I have a fiance who makes a decent wage. If it was just me, forget about it. Look, man, and think about that too. Think about the amount of people, you know, single parents. Single parents that had to survive during the pandemic. Childcare cost a fucking fortune. You know, nothing was getting done for those folks. You know, Russell's one of them. Russell knows. It's hard. It's hard. And and you've got people that get mad at you. I find that the same people that are complaining about masks are exactly the same people who complain that people shouldn't make more than $15 an hour and are the same people who say that you should have it. It's like that whole group of people, they all are on the same wavelength, you know, and it's, it's just, it's just terrible, just terrible. So, all right, guys, it's an hour and 48. I thank all of y'all for being here. Um, we'll do this. Hey, look, I got no problem doing open forms every night like i said my whole goal here is to get as many of you here as possible and we just talk shit talk about the business talk about what we've all been through talk about you know the people that that are on the front lines you know that are just getting abused i mean and and that's the point if you've got friends in the business bring them along you know this is you know it was meant to be kind of tongue-in-cheek the wars on community therapy you know it's like aa for retail blah blah, blah but it is and it's meant to be that way. And, you know, the the whole goal, of, you know, behind me doing this was build a community of people, have a place where you can go. I think, you know, use the forums at the website, use this as your virtual cooler to go cry in, you know, if you want to look at it that way. Hey, none of us going to pass judgment. We've all been there. We've all worked in this business. And, you know. I hope there comes a day where we got a hundred people sitting in here and, and we got, I got to get mods to, to, you know, go through and all of us answer questions separately and whatnot. But you know, <laughs> who we should demand more each time they deny a living wage. You won't give us 15. Then we'll go up 20 hour. Keep denying. I like hero heroes, like angry chick, 2021. <laughs> yes. 
you were right. But yeah, everybody, thank you for being here. Um, like I said, you know, we do this every Wednesday night. And you know, hey, look, if you've got topics or, or if there's something that's happened to you in your line of business that you want to specifically us talk about, do it. I mean, you know, this is, this community is y'all's, you know, it's not just mine. This is just meant to be a vehicle to get there. So, you know, spread the word, get people in, um, you know, hopefully I'm, I'm working on trying to find a way to actually stream to Twitter too. Um, but, um, probably a few weeks out on that, but it's better to do like, you know, the Facebook, the YouTube and the Twitch, you know, if you go to, you know, you need an anonymous name, you can do whatever you need to do. Um, no, thank you. Anger chick for being here. Absolutely. And like I said, if any of you guys out there, you know, if you're not microphone shy, come on, you know, we'll, 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 we'll bring you on and, and, and let you just go off. So, but I want to thank all you guys for being here. Matt, thank you for being here. Anger chick. Thank you. Um, Philly essential. Thank you. Maiden. Um, you know, the group's getting bigger. So that's cool. That's kind of what I wanted. So, you know, one day, Oh, look, Irish connection comes in right at the end, man. You missed a good one. You're gonna have to watch the replay. Irish connection. Good peeps right there. Good peeps. So if you haven't went to the website, um, go to the website and log in, you know, so it doesn't cost anybody. You can become a member of it or whatnot. And that way you're able to post in the form. Feel free to post whatever you want. Just follow the form rules and I don't care. So that's, that's your guys's message board. So, um, and we will see you guys next time. If you got ideas, let me know. Um, once again, I'm going to pimp out Matt shit here again. Uh, when the video finishes, if you go to YouTube, um, in the video description, it will have the links to his apparel stores. He's got some cool shit. Go check it out and everybody have a great night.